1: Well, what's going on, friends and family on the Young Adulting Podcast? This is season three, and we are joined by two of the greatest pastors today, Pastor Rick and and Lisa. And uh, if you haven't tuned in with us before, today's going to be a special conversation. And um, I want to get to the content uh, because today, uh, I think we're going to be having a conversation around some of the most important stuff that we could be talking about. Uh, I'm just going to jump right in and say it today. The episode that we're going to attempt to uh, talk through in a helpful way is is around this um, topic of pornography and so uh it'll be titled how to stop watching pornography and uh, i think even as i say that even in this space it's kind of like what am i are we talking about this right now am i saying this into a microphone um but i think just um it's so pervasive in our culture uh, you have someone even like billy eilish who's in the pop culture world who, who's going down and saying like man i'm i'm so upset that this is a normal thing um, i'm mad at myself for thinking this is something that was okay and, and just to be transparent in this place and kind of set it up, like, this is something I dealt with as an early college kid and didn't know what to do. And and I'm so thankful for God's grace and for his freedom that, that's happened in my life, you know, years and years later. Um, but that's, that's what we're going to talk about, how, how to move past this, how to navigate this. I know some of you um, who are going to be watching this have, have no idea what to do with it. And so you guys have handles and tips. um, so we're going to talk about that. It's pervasive. Um, it's all oh, feels like almost like a curse word in, in our um, spheres and circles sometimes. But let's go ahead and jump into the conversation on, on uh, the subject of pornography. But before we do, I think we're going like, where do we start? Um, so for maybe for those who are going like, okay, great. Like, that's me. I clicked this episode because I saw that title. Where do I start? Uh, what what does God say about pornography? What you know, like how does that inform maybe what we think about it and how we move forward? Pastor Rick, you want to jump off? Yeah,
0: I think I think it is very pervasive. We're, statistics will tell us that 40 million adults view pornography on a regular basis. And I think that number is probably low because not everyone's saying, oh yeah, they're not coming clean with that and, and admitting that. Yeah. But I think we're finding more and more folks that are really getting um, hooked into this and it's doing incredible damage. And we know that that number is going down to where children now are being exposed at an early age and so when i was young you know it was the the stack of magazines that you had to find but now everybody's got it right it right in their hands at any moment and we've just conditioned ourselves as a society to to go there and it's just a quick easy fix to deal with our stress our anxiety yeah. anything that we're going through it's a self medicate
2: yeah. it's interesting because i was just listening to um some um Podcast on generations and Pastor Rick, you mentioned magazines like when we were we're in our fifties and yeah. So back then you had one TV, everyone was watching that one TV, Mm. and then we started getting multiple TVs, and so people were watching, kids weren't watching what parents were watching in the other rooms. Now we have screens, and Mm -hmm, this is all mm -hmm. private, and so the increase, it's so readily available. And um, yeah, so the uptick on it is is real. And I think I would just like to break the uh, taboo that this isn't a man's issue. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously predominantly um, we hear about men and the issue with uh, pornography, but I have seen personally as a pastor um, with um, young women who happened upon pornography by maybe looking at the internet to figure out what is what is my anatomy about mm-hmm. And so, that just innocent um, discovery of like, I need to know because parents aren't talking to them about just their anatomy, and literally saw images that started this onslaught of curiosity um, that um, really began to cripple uh, this young woman. Which I'm still in relationship with her, and it's it's a big deal. So this isn't this isn't just about guys. Um, Mm -hmm. Not to mention that girls are reading a lot of things that they should not be reading that create visual images and really awaken love before it should start. And so I just want to say this is not just about the guys um, and that impacts women and obviously impacts relationships in the future. So thank you for having the conversation and open the door to this. I think it's fantastic.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're believing um, for, for freedom to come in a lot of these areas. Um, but, you know, when we look at this, this topic and, uh, you know, whether someone's maybe following Jesus, uh, you know, part of a church or, or not, or, you know, for those who are, um, I do think it's helpful to start with the framework of like, okay, our, our behavior follows our, our belief. And mm-hmm. so like what we believe about what God says about this topic and subject, uh, I do think is important. So, so what what does God say about this? What does he think about this? And how important is that for how we view this this subject ourselves? Yeah.
0: And I think that's the best place to start mm-hmm. because a lot of times I know when I struggled with it, it was it was all about changing the behavior. And I think I would just say anything, we can't do this in our own strength. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We really need God. We need the power of God. And someone someone said, If you believe wrong, you'll never live strong. And so mm-hmm. it really starts like that. with the belief of what what is God set before us, and now I think we're seeing it unravel in our culture today. But the, the go-to verse for me way back in the beginning was Psalm 119. How can a young man uh, stay pure? By living according to God's word. So God has given us these great boundaries mm-hmm. to live by, and I think in our pride, in our selfishness, we've taken the beautiful gift of everything that God has given us, and we've twisted it for our own desires, for our own flesh, And um, we need to get back to the basics. I know when when my kids were little, we lived on on a fairly busy street and we had a driveway and they were learning to ride bikes and tricycles and all that. And so I put cones out at the end of the driveway and I taught them from an early age, you know, these are the boundaries. Don't go on the other side of these boundaries. Well, they didn't realize that, you know, if a ball ran out there and they went running after it, the effects that a car driving by could have on them. But as their father who cared about them, I knew that that could happen, and Mm -hmm. so I set up those boundaries. In the same way, I think God has given us boundaries to protect us Mm -hmm. and to provide for us, and when we follow God's plan, we have all the benefits of what he's given for us. Yeah.
2: yeah. I um, love Pastor Drew says often, good science and true faith go hand in hand. Mm. And I think often we go to science and what science say, research says, uh, well, research, you know, the world's going to create research around uh, a reason why you should look at porn, that it's a, it's a uh, protection from STDs, which I think is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever mm-hmm. heard in my life. But nonetheless, there's science in and around that. But I love that we're going to, what's God's word say about it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but good science and true faith will always line up together. And I think that needs to be understood as people are trying to look at research. Um, but I know that what God's design for marriage is and, and the covenant of marriage where sex sh- should belong, I actually haven't really ever read anything in the Bible, ironically, about sex being a, a one-person-involved mm-hmm. thing. So it usually always involves another person, right. good or bad. But we know that God has designed us, um, in our, and so um, there's so much in God's Word yeah. about um, the sacredness of sex, and we know that that the enemy twists everything God designs and so mm-hmm. I was sharing with Pastor Rick earlier that I had learned that um and I, I'm, someone could fact check me I guess but um in Jewish culture they couldn't read Song of Solomon until they're 30. Mm-hmm. and so God has a if, if you want to know what God wise. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> this was so if we're if we're if we're encouraged not during read Song of Solomon until we're 30 what should we not set before our eyes and so Um, I love in Job, it talks about, this is what I talked to my son about when he was Mm -hmm. little. He said, make a covenant with my eyes and ears. And so we talked about that. And I said, Parker, how do we do that at the beach? He's like, I just dig a hole and put my head in the (laughs) (laughs) sand. Because, you know, in South Florida, all you have to do is go to the beach and you're seeing things. So God's Word has a lot to say about it. And I love what you said, Pastor Rick. It's not... rules to keep us from a full life it's it's guidelines to h- allow us to have the fullness of life that he intends for us in our sexual lives and and as it um ha- as he has designed it it's
1: mm-hmm. great I've had conversations I know that both of you as pastors of pastors and, and you have you know conversations tough conversations with people all the time uh, one of the conversations we have uh sometimes is someone who's like Oh, I'm not. You know, I don't do this every day. Or, you know, it's I. I occasionally it. You know, it's like um, it it they normalize by saying like I only occasionally do it. It's like I, you know, I occasionally like eat ice cream on the weekends. You know, it's almost like it gets um moved down to just like I only occasionally do it. So like, what's what's the big deal? What mm. would you say to someone's like I'm not addicted, but yeah, I mean every now and then. So what's the big deal?
0: Well, any any sin. Um, is wrong against God. It's an offense against God, and I think we've got to keep that in front of us. Is this isn't what Go God ahead. has for us? And I think even though we think we're in control of it, uh, it quickly takes over. It quickly entices us, and that's that's what we're consumed by and yeah. think about all the time.
2: I was um, Pastor Rick and I were talking about this. I said, and I'm sure all these young and adulting listeners have heard this from their parents because I'm a parent of a young and adulting yeah. person, but I'm like would you eat brownies with a little bit of poop in it? I just did a little bit, you know? (laughs) No, you wouldn't. You'd be like, no, that's disgusting. I'm not going to. Well, I'm like, no, let me make you some brownies up and just put a little poop in it and see if you eat it. And you're like, I see
1: it right now. No, thank you. No, thank
2: you. It's just like, why would you want to taint your mind Mm -hmm. with a little bit of something that is, that can actually, is disgusting and is going to shape your thoughts, your intimate life for the rest of your life, Mm -hmm. that you're signing up for a battle why would you want to do that? Yeah, and so I just go, you you are not in control of this. You know, toying around with something like this is very. You know, God does redeem mm-hmm. and He does yep. make it right, and so that's good. But why would we want to um, play with sin like that?
0: Yeah, and, and I think it goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden when when Satan said to Adam and Eve, "Did did God right. really mm-hmm. say?" You know, totally. and begin to question. And I think today in our culture. Does God really expect me to live by these right. rules, you know, at at my age? Am I really supposed to remain pure? And we can start to play that same game, and mm-hmm. we're taking the truth, and we're twisting it so that we can please ourselves.
1: That's great. I've heard um, – honestly, I thought things like this myself, um, like as a 19-year-old. Oh, it's just – it's like I'm not messing with anybody else. It's just like – it's just me, you know, and I think the lie of like um, – it has nothing to do with anybody else, cause there's so many other things be like, you know, gossiping or talking negatively about someone sure. else, you know, yeah. like slandering it's in someone else. But I think this is one of the um, the things we can get caught up in that the lie is like no one else is being harmed here and now. Like that's the mindset. So right. it's so it's fine. What would you say to to someone in that headspace who it's like, oh no, it's just me. So like what does it have to do with with anyone else?
0: Yeah. I would say that's a lie yeah. from the pit right mm-hmm. there. Because number one, it it breaks your fellowship with God so spiritually. Physically guys think, "Oh, it'll help me, you know, have a better sex life someday." And that's not true. Science can tell you mm-hmm. it actually doesn't. Mm-hmm. You're beginning to objectify women and look at them not as God's creation mm-hmm. or your sisters, but, you know, you're looking at them emotionally, relationally, in every way. It starts to break down without us even seeing it. I think it just kind of numbs mm-hmm. us and we wake up years later and we're in a whole different place and wonder how we got there. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And I think we have, um, and the listeners we have married listeners listening, and we have single people listening. Mm-hmm. So obviously, if if you're married, you're going well. This does affect someone else. Right. So, yeah. but for single people listening, I would say it actually. De- what number one? It affects your relationship with God, which I think is number right. one. Yep. But the, we often say while you're waiting on your num, while you're waiting on your person, work on yourself. Yep. And so you are actually impacting someone else, your future yeah. relationships, um, by engaging in it. And I loved what you said about the kind of a, it's a little bit of a slippery slope because is someone watching hardcore porn?
1: Yeah.
2: Are they looking at something or are they on Netflix? Yeah. Because I would say we all, and it this is a fact that we all have witnessed some type of pornography mm-hmm. um, due to the, um, our phones and technology and different sources of entertainment like Netflix. And I'm only saying... Even the
0: TV shows today. I mean, it's just like, really? Is that on TV today?
2: That's right. And I'm not even... Yeah, I don't even want to pick on Netflix. The only thing is, as James and I actually experienced, we were watching a show that was recommended to us three episodes in. It was literally naked people... Having said it wasn't yep. I'm like whether they were actually, ha- but it was making it look like they did, and we ha- we had to make a choice as right. a married person. Uh-huh. we're not we're not watching this. Right. the purity doesn't end when you say I do. It continues on. Right. but I would say even we justify things, yep. um whether it's just a little or it's just a show that it was only in there once, and you're just like again, we're back to our relationship with God and our future relationships with others.
0: I think about a guy that I uh, worked with a few years ago, and he was in his 40s, and he found freedom in Christ, which was Mm -hmm. awesome. He had struggled with pornography for many, many years, but sadly, he was in his 40s. And so many years that it affected his marriage, Mm -hmm. it had affected his kids, um, and so the devastation spreads on without us realizing, we, we think it's not affecting anybody else because it's a secret sin, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's doing damage to every part of our bodies. And, yep. and God knew that, and that's why he wanted to protect mm-hmm. us from it. Yeah.
2: This is why I think it's so important you're having this conversation is because Pastor Rick has actually walked out with a lot of men in this area Mm -hmm. and the future self of men. Yeah. You know, that are 40 and 50 or that are impacted by this. I've been with wives and processed with them that are on the other side of that. And it's sad. Mm -hmm. It really is sad. So thank you guys again just so much for having this conversation because we don't know what we don't know, right. and what we don't know will hurt us. You know, Pastor Tooley says that. Yep. Yep. And it is true, and you're exposing to people to what can actually hurt them in the future that they may not understand the implications right now. And that doesn't mean you're stupid or you're not wise. That just means you just don't know, and it's okay that you don't know. But now,
0: now. Yeah. you're in yeah. the
2: know. Yeah. I, yeah. I think
0: one of the biggest lies um, that, that I encounter with young men today is, this is a this is a sin I'm going to struggle with while I'm single, but when I get married— right. right it's gonna go away, right? Because I'll have my wife and I can have sex anytime yeah. I want. And that is not true yeah. because you change the wires in your brain where you gratify yourself yeah. and you don't need yeah. a wife and and you build those issues and then the intimacy that you have with your wife is ruined because of it. And so yeah. what I say to young men now, Pastor Lisa, you said earlier, is is get yourself in a place now where you're ready, you're leading yourself well, so that you can lead your wife and your family well. Find freedom now. Mm-hmm. Today is the day yep. to, to break free and find freedom in Jesus. I love yeah. it. That's,
1: that's so true. I've had the conversation so many times. And it's like when I say to other young men, like, you realize if I'm not with my wife, I function the same way that you would be supposed to. Mm. Like, Jesus, always this, this standard of holiness. And it's like this light bulb goes off. It's like, wait. I guess that's a good point. Like, mm. like purity is purity. Right. And right. I'm so thankful. Oh my goodness, so thankful. I did not bring this into my marriage. Like mm-hmm. it was like a dealt with early college. and, and But um, I, I love we're having this conversation because I think it can be really easy on the other side to be like, well, you know, you know, I walked through that. I'm fine. I'm but like this, this is something that has to be protected on, on all fronts because it is slippery slopes. So we're talking about the content that you're consuming and, and some of those things. So I think at this point- for those who are probably listening, we've probably like leveled the playing field. We, none of us probably like, yeah, pornography is awesome. No, it's, mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. It's, it's detrimental. It's destructive. Um, even those in pop culture going, none of the effects on my own soul, uh, it's damaging. So I think that's the, the playing field. I think um, how God feels about it is, is clear. Mm. But for those who are going, okay, I know I've been, I've been going to church every week. I've been, I've been raising my hand. You know, like, I, 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 yeah, pray for me. Pray for me. I believe it, but I'm still struggling with pornography. What are some handles? What are some tips to to practically move forward um, to to yep. get some victory over this? Well,
0: and I would say it practically it starts with Jesus. So again, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, it starts there, and then let you know know God personally, and then let the gospel transform you yeah. all throughout Scripture. If the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. Think of Romans chapter twelve, where the Apostle Paul says. Don't conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed mm-hmm. by the renewing of your mind. And yeah. so I have seen literally hundreds and hundreds of men be transformed and be changed because of the power of what Jesus is doing. In them. so I think mm-hmm. we've got to surrender every part of our lives. Oftentimes, again, this is a secret sin. We're ministering, you know, we're running in our groups and circles and we're doing all of that, but we're holding this in the dark, in the yeah. quiet, and Satan is keeping that struggle, mm-hmm. that stronghold over us. So we've got to we've got to come to Jesus. We've got to surrender it all to Him and let Him begin that healing work in us. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the first part.
2: Yeah, and then um, we often talk about confessing. Absolutely. Um, that's totally biblical, is to confess yeah. one to another. And so I think confession and going to someone about the struggle is so very important because there's accountability there, there's help there. So anyone listening, we um, have some thoughts in and around who you should go to. Mm-hmm. And it, it wouldn't be someone who's also struggling with right. pornography. Yeah. Right. So right. if you want yeah. if you to champion your behavior, do that. But it would be um, a young adult leader. Um, and then partnering with that person, helping you partner with someone who's ahead of you in this, mm-hmm. who has seen victory in this. And um, Pastor Rick, uh, available, and we have pastors available to help you walk this out and make give you handlebars. So I think confession is another. So obviously, yes, Jesus first, then confession. Confess
0: to God. Confess to each other. In James, you know, yeah. confess your sins one to another, so mm-hmm. that healing may begin. And so that's probably my thing. Is today is 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 tell somebody, mm-hmm. talk to somebody that can help you. It's the there's nothing more important. And I know yeah. for for me when I was struggling, it was like what will people think? Yeah. And I was on track to become a pastor. And if I if I share this maybe I won't be able to be a pastor or maybe it will affect relationships. And again, those are all barriers that Satan uses to keep us yep. from mm-hmm. stepping into freedom. And so this is a, a sin of secrecy. It's it's Guys are often isolated. They're not sharing their lives with anyone. And mm-hmm. so find someone a little bit further down the road that you can share with, Find someone who isn't struggling. When I was in college, I was struggling with this, and I found another friend who was struggling. Yeah, and we really were not accountability. We were just, oh, you blew it. I blew it too. It's okay. God's <laughs> right. grace is yeah, on you, sure. and, and we just stayed <laughs> so stuck. real. Yeah. So find someone that can really help you move to the next level. It's important. I love
2: it. And I would say too, um, especially in um, the listeners, if you're going to another peer and it's not a church leader or someone that you know, is that person receive that well, hold that sacred, keep that close, but encourage to go, I will go with you mm-hmm. to a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think um, the, that's part of fueling this isolation is when people hear this or someone confesses to them, they don't know what to do with it. Right. Well, then I go, oh, I'm going to go over to Sue and go, Sue, Sally just came to me and she told me she has, well, well what do we should do? Now, then we, ask, we start including all these people and it mm-hmm. causes people to shut down. Mm-hmm. All that spreads mm-hmm. and it shuts down confession. And so I think we steward people's story well is keep it close and go to a leader right away. Um, because if we want to help our, this culture grow and strength, then we need to help steward those things. Well, that is a key for people Staying in isolation, not coming out about this, is um, us not handling it well as leaders. So keep the True. circle close yep. and honor um, that someone's just vulnerability. That's Great, yeah.
1: Um, can we talk about? Um, I think there's, you know, when we talk about pornography, there's a certain um, maybe story that we that comes to mind. It's like, oh, this very extreme. Like um, it's it's a it's a website, it's a video, but like I've talked to many who Instagram becomes this gateway towards the other thing. So when we talk about practical handles to move forward, mm-hmm. some of them are just so simple, like you need to not maybe have an iPhone for a season, or, which is, is extreme, but, right. you know, it's. I mean, what's the cost? Do you want to be free? Or, you know, like I stopped bringing my phone in my bedroom years ago yep. um, for other reasons, but it's all compounded. Like it just doesn't need to make it there. Mm-hmm. So maybe speak to some of those, like really like, you could do that, they could do this today, you know, um, maybe it's like, well, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. And I would say, I I say, just don't be stupid because a yeah. lot of times, you know, we feel like, oh, Satan tricks us and he traps us. <laughs> Many of us just run willfully right into the sin. Mm. And so, don't put yourself in a place or in a situation where you're going to be vulnerable. Begin to identify the triggers, the things that you know your issue. Every everybody kind of has different things, but often when you're alone, yeah, when you're bored when there's not much going on again we kind of talked about just fear and anxiety even can be yep. that trigger and then we we soothe ourselves we yep. self-medicate we because we can control that yep. and so identify whether it's mm-hmm. whether it's what you're reading what you're watching whether it's your phone if it's a certain time of the day yeah. um just don't put yourself in that position so that cuz you know where that's going to lead
2: right I I love the idea of Instagram and realizing that, um, and any other social media platforms, um, obviously, um, TikTok, you can get on there, and um, Snapchat is just, it's overrun with things. And it is the beginning, it's a gateway, but I would even, we have seen that social media platforms have really caused marriages, young Mm -hmm. adult marriages, Mm -hmm. divide. And God has redeemed that, but it is an issue because get, I, y'all, you all know more than I do. But I'm looking at fire pits on. I'm looking on Amazon at fire pits because I want a fire pit. Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden, I'm getting fire pits like crazy all over my social mm-hmm. media mm-hmm. feed. Yep. Well, I pick up if I were married to you know, and I picked up my husband's phone, yep. and he's not got fire pits. He's got a lot of other junk on his. Uh. So that's making me go. Can I not trust you? What were you watching that populated your feed with all of this junk? Yeah, it's eroding trust. Yeah, it, trust is eroded, and intimate life is stifled, and then it's this perpetual cycle of like affinity loop of action reaction action reaction. And so, yes, I would say if there's any social media platform that you're even seeing, um, you know, girls dancing that are clothed but is provocative. Stop that. You yeah. know, don't be stupid. Don't, don't step into stupid, thinking that you're be- better, bigger or better than that, mm-hmm. realizing that your relationships are in jeopardy. Like, I should be able to pick up James' phone, and I do. I can scroll through his social media, any platform, and I'm going to know yep. what he's doing. I can go on all his direct messages. You know, don't DM people. Yep. I mean, you just heard someone talking about that, is you don't, you do not DM with anyone you dated, ever. Yeah. Never. You do not communicate with them that way. You do not like their posts. You do not follow them. I mean, like, what do you want to do to save yourself? And so I think getting extremely practical, and I love Pastor Julie often shares, and we've heard this thousands of times, worthy of hearing again, is if the line of sin is here, we're going to live so far back from it. If we step over it, we're not Mm -hmm. going to be all in it. And that's where um, guidelines and boundaries, and it's really a proactive look of going, I want to be healthy and whole. And so, why would I? Why wouldn't I get a flip phone? Yep. And so, I often say, "There's nothing sexier than a guy with a flip phone." I'm just <laughs> like, I—that is self-control and boundaries. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, because so.
0: cause I believe Satan knows he knows our triggers, yeah. Yeah. and when we justify him and play around with him, and oh, I I don't know that I want to give that up. Yeah. He's just waiting. He's waiting for the next mm-hmm. opportunity, and that's why people often get in those cycles you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Is there is. Uh, remorse and guilt over what we've done. And then we say we're going to get better, but then we put ourselves back in the same mm-hmm. place and that trigger happens that leads us right back into the sin. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to identify those things and then remove them and get radical about removing them. And that's where accountability can help. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's where a pastor can help. That's where a counselor can help you identify some of those things and help you find freedom. That's
1: great. Mm-hmm. Great. So um, understanding what God thinks about the issue, understanding his heart for us, right? Um, understanding the, the root cause of what, why it's happening. Is it stress? Is it anxiety? Mm-hmm. Is it fear? Is it a need for control? Power of confession to God and to, to others. Um, accountability mm-hmm. with somebody who's not your bro, you know, <laughs> who's going through it in the same way. Um, let's talk, let's click down on some just resources. One thing that's um, just allowed, allowed a lot of value to me. Um just like with entertainment is like Parent Guide. I parent guide like every show and movie, yeah. and it'll tell you like this is this this scene or this. And I'm like, oh, this movie ain't going to work for us. You know, mm-hmm. that's been really. It, it sounds kind of like nerdy, but I'm like, I just love Parent Guide a lot because <laughs> it'll tell you like this is a scene and this is this is whatever it is um, before you even kind of like explore it blindly. Mm-hmm. So that's been a resource, it's been really helpful for for me, for my marriage, for our conversations around content. But what are some other resources specifically that you have seen be helpful? For those who are trying to move past this,
0: it's good. Yeah, Covenant Eyes is a, a resource that that guys can, or people can put on their their phones and their computers that will help block. And it actually sends a report to your accountability, so your accountability can see where you've been, what you're doing, and rather than just saying, "Oh yeah, it's kind of been a struggle" or "It's been real," they can have open, honest conversations. You know, and again, and I know sometimes there can even be ways around. I was talking to a guy a few weeks ago and he had great intentions and he was he was even like on the website listening to worship music but it one click and totally. it led down that path and so again you've just got to be alert you've got to be ready because if we're not prepared when that comes again we've conditioned ourselves to just that's the easy way out mm-hmm. and we just slide right back into that sin without without really realizing it so we've got to put any of those protections on that are going to help us stay away from that. Okay. Yeah. Some great things, um, some books that I wrote down. Um, this has probably the, been the best book that I've read by J. Stringer, Unwanted. Okay, and it it goes back to um, the beginning issue of just the hurt in the first place. All of us are dealing with hurts and traumas and issues from our past. Mm-hmm. And again, what often happens is, again, you said earlier, is we we can control, mm-hmm. we can soothe ourselves in in secrecy without anybody realizing it. And so this goes back, and it kind of unpacks all of that stuff. And then it talks about how to live in an upright way, how to prepare the damage that's happened to you physically mm-hmm. and in your in your own person, but also to the people around you. So it's a great, yeah, it's, it's a great, great read.
2: I love that our church offers so many things in this area, and so and the great thing is if we have listeners that don't call Christ Fellowship home, all those resources are available to you. Yeah. So uh, Freedom, uh, that there's that, Celebrate Recovery, yeah. great place to go, 12-step, yep. our Freedom and Care pastors. So I would just um, connect to, even if, if you don't go to Christ Fellowship, just rock up in there and go, hey, I'm wanting to talk to a pastor about your Freedom and Care ministry, CR, Celebrate Recovery. And so... I think those things are um, available as a the best resource because I feel like you're getting weekly touch points mm-hmm. and accountability, the truth of God's word, and the great thing about it is you're hearing people who've overcome. Right. And so you know that you're not alone, and yeah. you feel like, oh, there are other people. Sometimes you'll hear a story that's a lot worse than what you got mm. going on. You're like, if God can redeem that, right. He can redeem this. And so I think it's just so hopeful to get in God's house with Amen. his people that are, that are championing you. So, again, those resources are the ones that I go to outside of what you mentioned. Yep. Yeah,
1: great. And we'll have those um, available in the, the show notes for the podcast. As we kind of close and wrap up, to those who are listening who are maybe still feeling like super shameful because that's the shame is heavy, heavy, mm-hmm. heavy, heavy, heavy in this space, um, What's i you know, would love for each of you to kind of give uh, just uh, a few moments of encouragement, um, hope, because um, that's what we want people to come out of this, going like, right, I, there's hope for me. This right. isn't a lost cause. Um, my my best days are not, you know, they're, they're not behind me. Um, so, Pastor Rick, why don't you lead off with—, with Yeah, some...
0: yesterday in my inbox, this came in. And I just wanted to share it. Good things that happen when you stop watching porn. It provides time for life-giving hobbies— It lets you focus on your goals and the things you want to accomplish in your life. It reduces anxiety and depression. It can improve your mental clarity and focus. It will help you build healthy relationships. It will free you from shame. It will help you feel more confident. It removes a barrier to your spiritual growth and your relationship with Mm -hmm. Jesus, and it opens the door to a better life. So sign me up for that, right? (laughs) And we often let these things kind of hold us down and keep us, and we Mm -hmm. feel, again, the shame... Is real. I want to remind you. You know, shame is is not of God; it's of Satan. Somebody Mm -hmm. said, "Define shame as self hatred at my expense." Mm. And so we kind of hold ourselves there. Um, Conviction is a beautiful gift Mm -hmm. from the Holy Spirit, and so I would say when the Holy Spirit brings that conviction, He's doing that not to make you feel guilt or shame. He's doing that to draw you back to Himself. So. Turn back to God and find the grace and the mercy and the help, but don't stay in that place. Don't stay stuck in that shame and that guilt. Find the help so that you can find healing and freedom in Christ. Mm
2: -hmm. I was just in that same vein of um, the difference between shame and conviction and just um, um, recognizing for what it is and um, allowing conviction to settle in and be a motivator. Um, But I do believe I have seen... Marriages restored where pornography was predominant and a sexless marriage life was what they were living in. And I've seen that come back right. and be vibrant. Yep. I've seen um, people who are not married walk away from this, who have found hope and healing and just a freedom that you can visibly see on them. I've seen that with my own eyes. And it has come with some work and some vulnerability. So I, I, I do believe the best days are ahead. The best mm-hmm. days are ahead for relationship. And anything in life that's worth anything is fought for. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are fighting for things. And so it will be hard, but it's okay. And um, so I think, I, again, I think this is the beginning. If anyone's listening right now and they feel overwhelmed, they feel afraid, they feel like they're under it, they can't get over it, that is the lie of the enemy that is not what God has for you. He has fullness for yeah. you, not just Come in on. heaven here today and in your relationships and he wants you to be a confident man and woman and 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 have good things. He he wants those for us. So I see a lot of hope and I again this this even this conversation that we're having is yeah. setting people up to look for freedom and find it. And so that is hopeful to me that you guys would be brave enough to have a conversation and to even have us on to talk about it. So, yeah. and,
0: I, and I think I would encourage people that the church is a safe place. You know, mm-hmm. in the past, maybe this hasn't been a subject that we've talked about in the open, um, but I think the church is more prepared and ready to deal with this in an honest way mm-hmm. and help find yeah. the hope that mm-hmm. people need. And so oh, I, I agree, agree completely. There's hope in yeah. healing in Jesus.
1: Awesome. Well, we don't usually end... Um, Podcast uh, episodes like this, but Pastor Rick, if you could just pray a prayer of of hope, yeah. um, of promise, of declaration, of encouragement over those who are maybe watching right now or uh, or tuning in, we'd love to close the episode by. Yeah, prayer. let's
0: pray together. Jesus, we just uh, come before you today and thank you for your love for us, God. You created us and you know us from the inside out, and you love us uh, completely. And so thank you for that grace that we have on us. And God, we, we know that many of us, that, that sin is all around us and many of us have stumbled into this sin. And so I pray for the one that's watching today that is discouraged, that feels defeated, that feels under all of this. And God, I pray that they would sense your presence mm-hmm. in a real way. I pray that they would know the hope that there is in Jesus. God, help them to know their next step. I pray today that they would find somebody that they could share this struggle with that can help them walk in freedom. And so thank you for the truth. If the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. And thank you, God, that we are overcomers by uh, the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. As we share our testimony with other people, God, we're going to help others find freedom. And so God, would you continue to do a great thing? I have witnessed so many people find freedom in Jesus. And I just believe that there's many more that are struggling, that you want to pull out of that pit, that you want to help find freedom. And so God, Uh, help us as we help each other on this journey uh, walk in all the fullness of what you have for us. So we love you and pray a blessing over all of this conversation for the people that are struggling. God, reach them now by the power of Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Pastor Rick, Pastor Lisa, thanks so much for embarking in this conversation with us. Um, We're super grateful. And for everyone who's been watching and tuning in, we love you. We're praying for you. We're here for you. If you need any of these resources or have any questions, they'll be in the show notes. And um, feel free to send us uh, an email or drop it in the the comments or the chat on YouTube. Other than that, we love you and we'll see you soon.
0: Thanks for joining us for this episode of Young and Adulting. Follow us on Instagram at cf.youngadults. And if there's a topic you'd like to talk about, we want to hear about it. Send us an email or leave a comment with your thoughts. We'll see you next time.